Hi everyone, I am Slick Rick and this is 2020. <laughs> well, this is Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy and we happen to be in 2020 now. I hope you all are having a great um, day, week, weekend, Friday if you're listening on this, it's a Friday. Um, or, you know, just having the time of your life wherever, whenever, and with whatever you are doing. It is a great day. This is the first episode of 2020. It is the first episode of 2020. And as you've seen, my voice has not changed. Um, when the ball dropped, my balls didn't drop. They are still in the same place that they were in. Um, so, you know, you still got the same voice, same time, same place. But like always, if you'd like to interact with the show, feel free to do so on all of the social medias. You can just find me at Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy or Lifestyle GBB or hashtag LGBB. Um, you'll see all my content. You'll see all the things that I post, the things that I waste my time posting for you to look at and say, oh, that's cute. And then move on to the next bitch getting dragged on Instagram which I am not opposed to. Um, but if you also like to contribute to the show, feel free to do so through email. And the email for the show is lifestylegbb at gmail.com. That's lifestyle, G is in, jo- in George, B is in Black, B is in Boy, at gmail.com. And, you know, I had a little human glitch there just now, but it's okay. Um, feel free to reach out. And when you reach out, you can give me topics, ideas, questions. You can curse me the hell out. And because it's 2020, I'll give you a 20 curse word limit before I stop reading. And I think it'll be just fine and dandy. So today's episode is going to be called Life, I'm sorry, Gay Black and 2020 is what we'll call it. Gay Black in 2020. I felt, you know, it's the first episode of 2020. So listen, why don't we acknowledge that it's the year and go over this past year, but then also look forward to what's going to happen in this new year. Now, you may have just heard what I just said there and you're thinking like, oh no, here comes that new year, new me bullshit. No, um, I'm not the person to give a promise like that because I can't promise it's going to be a new me. I can just promise that it's going to be me and we're going to go from there. So 2019, it was a very, very interesting year. Um, You know, a lot of things have occurred. A lot of things have happened, not just to me, but, you know, just put it out there in the spectrum of the world that we've seen. I think in 2019, I've seen more people in blackface than I have ever seen in my life. Um, in 2019, I think I've seen more black people shot and killed by the police than I have ever seen in my life. In 2019, I have, uh, well, you know, read about and seen on the news the most amount of transgendered black women that I've ever seen ever murdered mercilessly and violent um and that's the shitty side of 2019 let's say it that way the positive side of 2019 that i did get the chance to see is the fact that this podcast started in 2019 in march actually 
Um, like, damn, I can't believe it. It's that long ago this started. Um, but I can also look back to 2019 and say I had some personal growth, personal growth that I didn't expect to experience, personal growth that I didn't acknowledge, and personal growth that I did acknowledge but got scared of the fact that it was growing in ways that I hadn't before. Um, one of the main things that I think about is becoming even more public with my HIV status, the fact that I am HIV positive and being out here in this world in a spectrum to talk with other people who are positive, people who are negative, people who need education, or people who just want to feel that their voice is not the only voice in the room when they're having the discussion. Um, It's very amazing. It's something that I love so much to be able to talk about with so many different people in such a wide spectrum. Um, It's a huge benefit of something that I had never felt before and also seen before in my own life. You know, other people's lives, of course, it can happen. Um, Another big thing that I take as a huge positive in 2019 is the fact that this is marking the point in my life where I have finally felt established. You know, I look back even further before 2019, the times in my life where I didn't feel established. I didn't feel that I had, um, anything grounding me to where I was in my life. I felt I was just kind of drifting in and out with and without a purpose every now and then finding something that I felt passionate about, but then moving right on along like that thing never happened. Um, Have any of you been there? I mean, if you've been there, tell me about it. Let's talk about it because it's a hard point at times to feel that you're alive and that you're living, but what are you actually living for? What is your purpose for that moment or that period of your life or that chapter of your life or maybe even somebody else's life that you're a part of? You know, sometimes you just want to know what is the purpose of it. Um, You know, there was a book out when I was younger. It's called The Purpose Driven Life. I mean, it wasn't like young, young, but I never read the book, but I remember it was a bestseller because people felt that they were just in limbo. A lot of people reading it were like, I don't know where I'm going with my life. I mean, in one spectrum, I work as a dildo salesman, which I think would be a great profession. And then the other spectrum, they're like, well, I can't really go home and talk to my parents about the fact that I sell dildos to koala bears in Egypt. You know, I mean, it it's weird. You feel like you're at this point in your life where you're like, well, what the fuck am I really doing? Am I doing something that makes me feel good? I also think about a great benefit for me in 2019 was that I left a job that I felt was detrimental to my health. And then I went on to another job that I worked with fantastic people for the American Heart Association. And I was just like, oh, this is so much fun. And then towards the end of 2019, actually the last month of 2019, I landed my dream job. The job that I wanted from the very beginning of the moment that I found out that I was HIV positive to work in a field that is about prevention and ending the epidemic of HIV. 
It's a full circle moment for me that took 16 years to get here. And now that it's here, I'm so happy to have the moment to enjoy it and to enjoy it with people who feel the same way and that I know in a way I can care about. Um, so huge, huge benefit and plus for me in 2019. Um, I also met tons of great new people. You know, I think about some of the past episodes, you know, being purpose-driven, motivated, achieving things, going through the journey. I feel in 2019, I really made some progress on my journey that I hadn't made in the past years. You know, in the past years, I did move along and things happened and occurred, but I kind of felt like I was just standing in the middle of wet sand with boots made of iron and I couldn't move you know like in Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time exploring the water temple you put on these goddamn boots and this waterproof tunic that helps you breathe underwater but you feel like you go no fucking where in this temple because it's all one big rectangular or square shaped object if you're not a Zelda fan or in the Zelda lore you know that the water temples in Zelda are always the longest and take forever to fucking beat and that's where I felt I was at and maybe 2016 to 2018, where I was there, things were happening, but I felt that my life was just completely out of whack and out of control. So then to get to this point where something very traumatic in my life, early on in my life when I was still in high school, started to affect me, but now I get to the point where I can stop being negatively affected and look at all the positive things that have come from this growth and strength that has brought me. It's amazing. I love it. I truly, truly love it. Um, Another thing that I discovered myself and about myself in 2019 is that I like to be gender fluid in a way um, with my clothing. You know, when I go out to bars, clubs, or just go out and have fun, now it's always I'm in a pair of heels, a cute, cute little dress. I'm doing like a feminine meets masculine clash of just all different types of things and vibes, and it's always so much fun. Um, It's so awesome to just get hugs from people, even when I'm just out and about, just in my regular, everyday bum attire. But then it's so good to see that the same people will love me no matter what I'm wearing. And to hear that some people are motivated by it, they're like, oh, well, I just want to go out and just do my own thing now. And... I kind of feel that that's what I've been doing in 2019 that's really been a positive for me. To just come out and do whatever the fuck Andrew wants to do and worry about the comments and conversations motherfucking later. I mean, if I want to go out and eat waffles on the floor of a bar, I'm going to do it. It's disgusting. <laughs> Probably highly unsanitary and that did not occur. But... You know, if it's going to happen, I'm going to happen. Um, it's been so good this year. It really has been. Um, to make new friends, to meet new people, to run into somebody who loves pancakes and brunch as much as I do. Uh, A1. A1 from the day one. That's what I have to say for you. Um, but that's just some of the things from 2019 that were positives. There were some negatives. I mean, of course, we saw all the things that were in the news. We saw uh, Individual One go from uh, belligerent 
to idiot to confused xenophobe to criminal but not criminal to impeached which was very cute it was a very cute i feel like there should have been like an impeachment um dress or party or something for that i think it's very cute you know the individual still in the office, but at least the word impeached is now going to be stapled to that name forever. Uh, very happy about it. You know, so it had some great things. It had some fantastic things in 2019. And I feel like even though it wasn't all good, it wasn't all bad. And it's always good to take a moment to just acknowledge where we are and to where we're going. Uh, So, you know, of course, New Year's, the thing that becomes uh, synonymous with New Year's is a New Year's resolution. New Year's resolutions. Um, We hear the term all the time or we hear people talk about it, especially once the New Year comes around. You know, quite simply, the earth has just revolved around the sun once, but it's such a huge event for humans that it's like, okay, we made it around the circle without dying. Let's make some changes in what's going on here. And it's interesting. You know, a New Year's resolution, sometimes when people hear it, it's a negative. They're like, oh, God, I have to hear about how Brittany's going to say that she's not going to suck dick in the bathroom of the club anymore. She's going to suck dick on the balcony of the club. Or we've got... Um, let's see, Justin over here. And Justin's like, well, you know what? I'm not doing, I'm not eating hot dogs out of a dog bowl this year. This year, I'm eating it out of a soup can. Soup can hot dogs are probably delicious. I'm not even gonna like, you know, doubt that one. A little bit of mercury, a little bit of lead as it cooks in there with tons of salt. I think that would be delish. But, you know, Maybe that's Justin's New Year's resolution. Um, You know, maybe we happen to have Keisha and Keisha's like, you know what? My New Year's resolution is I'm going to hit the gym. So she decides to hit the gym. Now, you know, weight loss is one of those big ones that becomes a big New Year's resolution at the very beginning of the year. And then in the first week of the year, the gyms are like overflowing with memberships with hundreds of people there. And it's crazy. But then, you know, of course, the numbers dwindle down, they whittle out, they thin out, because it's not feasible for everybody to just have a broad goal of, I'm going to get in shape, or I'm going to lose weight. I feel like for myself, that is a very ambiguous thing. So when I create a New Year's resolution, like I'm going to lose weight, it comes with plans and things. So like right now, my current weight is 200 pounds. So weird to say that out loud, but it's 200 pounds. My goal is to be down to 160 pounds. So as opposed to my New Year's resolution just being, I'm going to go to the gym and lose weight this year because fuck that. I won't do it if I just do it like that. My New Year's resolution came into play that by the end of January, I want to be down to 190 pounds. By the end of February, I want to be at 180 pounds. By the end of March, I want to be down to 170. By the end 
of April, I want to be at my goal of 160. 10 pounds in a month is very feasible as opposed to me making a broad claim of I just want to lose weight. It doesn't work that way. It really doesn't. And it's hard because you have to be able to keep yourself accountable in these kinds of situations, especially when it comes to a New Year's resolution. You know, I think of when I see or hear people get upset or frustrated or like, well, bitch, you said that two motherfucking years ago is because they don't see a result, even though other people watching you don't deserve a result. The results are yours of what you get to your goal. But I feel the negative connotation has come into play either from over expectations that we place on ourselves with broad uh, New Year's resolutions. Like, I want to grow a pair of gold-plated wings for my back. Well, anatomy tells us that's not going to happen. As much as I would love to have gold-plated wings in my back, they just won't naturally grow there. I may be able to go to a country that does illegal plastic surgery and they can attach them. They'll probably last for like a good three hours and then they're going to turn black and reject off my skin and fall off. Um, but at least I can say I had golden wings for three hours and now I have medical complications for the rest of my life. <laughs> Not a joke against people with medical complications. But... New Year's resolutions, I feel to help them stay in a positive realm, we want to make sure that when we set the resolution, we have ways to check ourselves and hold ourselves accountable. As well, if you have a New Year's resolution buddy, who maybe you can both hold each other accountable in different ways, shapes, or forms. So accountability is important when it comes to a New Year's resolution. The second part of a New Year's resolution that I feel creates a negative thing in people's minds, they're like, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. And, you know, as humans, we don't always want to go with the grain. We want to establish ourselves as individuals. So, you know, when you hear New Year's resolution sometimes, you're like, well, everybody's fucking doing that. So I'm going to be the rebel and I'm going to have a April Fool's resolution. Well, either way, bitch, you made a motherfucking resolution. You know, no matter what you did. But because we want to establish our individuality in certain ways, it can be looked at as a negative. The thing about it, the way I look at it, creating your own New Year's resolution is being an individual. That's literally saying I'm making a plan for myself, by myself, to myself. And it kind of works out that way. It's like, I'm going to sit over here and play with my Legos. You go ahead and worry about yourself, bitch. I feel that it establishes your individuality in a way that maybe you weren't expecting or maybe you weren't excited about. But then once you say it out loud, you verbalize it or you write it down or you make note of it or you do something to hold yourself accountable, it turns into a feasible, reachable goal that you can be proud of because you have set it for yourself. So I look at... um, I look at some of the things that I have going on in my own life. You know, my one resolution already, like I said, is to get to my goal weight of 160 pounds. That's where I want to be at. I know I can do it. I know I can make it happen. But then how do I put that goal into action? A friend of mine, uh, he let me know about making a vision board. 
he's going to end up making a vision board and putting my vision board in a seeable place where I'm on my way, I'm on my goal, I'm tracking myself, and I can make this happen. That was something hugely motivating and beneficial to me. Just to hear that idea of creating a vision board so it's visually in front of me, and I can physically reach out and touch it like I'm Diana Ross. So let's take my goal of getting to 160 pounds. Well, the first thing I know is I need to establish where I'm at. So I'm establishing where I'm at right from the beginning here. I'm at 200 pounds. 200 pounds, and I want to be at 160. So my starting point on my vision board is 200. My ending point is 160. And there's going to be roadblocks, milestones, and achievements along the way to getting to my goal. So like I said, 10 pounds every month is my goal until May to get to 160 pounds. It is possible and I know that I can do it. So I'm going to put a way to track myself on the board and I'm going to set a moment of every week to get on my scale and weigh myself. Helpful hint to anybody out there who is trying to lose weight and I am not an expert, but I can tell you things that have caused pitfalls for me in the past. Do not weigh yourself every day. Don't do it. As you start to adjust your diet, as you start to work out or make changes in your life, your body weight is going to fluctuate in ways that it has not before. And if you keep looking at the number every day, it is an easy way to discourage yourself from going further. Because, you know, me, I look at it, and this is how I got up to 200 pounds. I'm like, well, I'm 175 today. I really didn't lose much after the gym. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to order a bucket of fried chicken and sit here and eat that bitch and then go to sleep and not do a single lick of exercise. Then the next thing I know, I wake up the next day, I'm 185 pounds, and I'm like, well, I guess it doesn't fucking matter. So let me go ahead and do the same behaviors over again and then get down and upset at myself because I still haven't made any progress on my goal. So one way to check myself on that, weigh myself at the end of every week. Maybe every Friday, I step on the scale. I rate that number that I'm currently at now on my vision board and the next step to getting close to losing that total of 10 pounds by the end of the month. It's a way to keep myself in check and make sure that I'm doing the right things. Another part of it, like I mentioned, marking that on a calendar when it's time to do that. I want to have a start and end date to each goal or part of the goal to reach the end part of it. So the 10 pounds every month, that is my way to have a checkpoint to say, okay, you're still on track, check, you're still on track, check, you're still on track. It's just a way to keep myself in order. Organization can be one of the most beneficial things when you're trying to achieve a resolution or a goal. Being organized and knowing how to view your checks and balances system is a way to also make sure that you aren't letting anything fall through the crack as you're trying to reach your goal. Then the third piece of useful information for achieving a New Year's resolution that I feel is important to have is to have somebody that you can talk to who can either help hold you accountable or be there as a supportive voice and a way to reach your goal. Where, and when I say supportive voice, 
where sometimes it's like, yeah, friend, you made it there. You did that. Your house was on fire. Instead of offering me waffles, you told us to get outside. Goals, right? Or sometimes you need a friend who's going to be like, bitch, if you don't put down that goddamn chicken wing, I'm going to slap you in the face with hot sauce right in the cornea. That's another way. Now, friends, please don't slap me in the cornea with hot sauce. I do hear that that is quite painful. Um, But you are more than welcome to take my chicken and throw it in the garbage if you ever catch me doing it again. Or if I'm just out of sync and just not keeping up with things. Um, I will get upset. I will probably scream at you because that is fried chicken and that is blasphemy in my eyes, but you are doing it for a good reason, so don't stop it. Now, random person, you come up and touch my food, you can catch some hands. (laughs) That's just me being honest. It's, It's going to happen. You will catch a cute little index finger straight between your teeth, Um, so you don't want to make that happen. But... To have somebody or a group of people that can help hold you accountable and be motivating to you at the same time to reaching your resolution is always a useful, useful tool. It's someone, sometimes the biggest motivator can be having your own cheering section, to have your own cheerleaders to say, hey, we know you're working your butt off. We know it's not fun. We know it's not easy, but you can make it and we are here to make that happen for you. Um, So that's just a couple of things that I see as ways to help you get to your goals because there's always barriers that can come up for us. It may be barriers that we didn't even know was a barrier until you start trying to go down this path for your resolution. Now, resolutions, that's you making a change in your life for yourself and you're going to run into things that maybe you haven't run into before or maybe things that you ran into in the past like barriers and you decide to give up at that point. And that's where you need to believe in yourself the most. And I have to tell myself that all the time. Where there are the times where I'm just like, you know, fuck it. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't care. I can't think of shit to talk about. I can't think of shit to write about. I can't think of what fucking pair of socks to put on today. And you know what? That's when I just got to look at myself in the mirror. Maybe slap myself around a little bit. If I'm really feeling it, maybe try to even splash water on my face like somebody threw a drink in my face at the club and say, figure it the fuck out and stop bitching. It's time for you to get it together, Andrew. Sometimes you have to give yourself a stern talking to when it comes to reaching your goal because it wouldn't be a goal to be reached if it wasn't hard to get there. And since it's hard to get there, we all have the proclivity in us to say, you know what? Fuck it. Why am I even doing this? It's a scary moment to be at. We all go there. The best part about it, though, is if you have the tools to get through it, you come out even stronger in the end. So New Year's resolutions. I didn't expect to go into such a rant just now about achieving a resolution, getting to a resolution, but it's something that I think is beneficial and amazing. So I'm going to take a break here. And then when I come back, we're going to talk about my 2020 New Year's resolutions. So, you know, I'll be back. Hey, everybody, this is Danny. 
Hey, this is Andrew. And we are your hosts of Some Meta Shit. So if you haven't listened yet, you should definitely check it out. It's our new podcast uh, that's been out for quite a bit now. Still, I want to say like just over a month. Yeah. And we do a lot of conversation about how we conversate or converse. Converse. In I can not like the word conversate. I can't yeah. lie. Now, if you haven't heard it yet, you should definitely check it out. We're available on quite a few platforms. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on all these motherfuckers. We're here. We're talking about language and the language that we use every single day. Um, language is important. This is how we communicate as humans, as individuals, and beings in this world. But let me tell you something. When you talk about language and you talk about yourself, you read yourself all at the same goddamn time. Absolutely. Some meta shit is available for you to get into this conversation, and we want you to participate. So how can we do that? Um, you can hit us on the socials. You can follow us on our social media accounts. You can email us at somemetashit at gmail.com. And... Yeah, just give us your feedback. Let us know what you're thinking. Tell us how you're using these words. We have quite a good selection of episodes so far. We've got things like healthy versus clean. We've got things like kinky versus perverted. We are looking for new um, new ideas. So if you have any ideas, absolutely just shoot us a message and let us know. I mean, words have meaning and meaning means things. Right. Come get meta with us because meta is meta. Trippy, right? And bye, y'all. That's some meta shit. <laughs> hey, y'all. I am back. Um, we're going to get back into this. It was nice to take a little, you know, smoke break to enjoy a little of the green goddess, the devil's lettuce, or that funky uh, monkey, or Mary Jane. There's so many names that are out there. Um... I think I should do an episode like that. Maybe for 420. All of this year, April will be 420. Just think about that. That's amazing. So, let's get back into it. Um, now that it is 2020, and I've had a chance to reflect on 2019 in more ways than just this recording, um, I, I feel it's good to outline the 2020 goals that I have. The maybe resolutions or finish lines that I am going to work to get to. I decided to make 2020 the year of me. Of me, for me, by me. Uh, I'm doing that because I don't know about other people's lives. And I'm pretty sure as humans, we all do a lot of the same things. But I've noticed in the past couple of years that I have not actually taken a moment to take care of Andrew. I haven't done that. I've helped Andrew move along through things, sometimes covering them up, bottling them up, or just spilling it out on the floor when just a hot, crying mess. Uh, But I haven't taken a moment to just enjoy Andrew and rediscover who I am. So this year... My one goal to start everything off is to focus on me and make changes in my life that are for me. You know, we already talked about my weight loss goal. That's one thing I want to do. I I want to go back to being vegan. I feel that having a vegan diet for myself was so much easier than anything else in this world. And I just felt better. Oh, and side note, if you're a bottom, 
out there, if you are a bottom, being a vegan is a huge, huge benefit for bottoms. It makes it so much easier to be ready for sex, just so you know. Uh, But I do want to go back to being fully vegan. Uh, It's just, I felt better. I just had easier options to eat. Honestly, the food was even better than it was, you know, I thought it was going to be. And there were just so many options that I always had to eat, be merry, and enjoy and partake in. Uh, So that's going to be one goal that I have in mind. I'm not going to call it a resolution because at some point, maybe I want to add fish back into the diet or something. You know, if you have one of those goals that are a diet goal and the way I look at it, uh, you know, you're going to have people who are going to be around you like, oh, well, I thought you were vegan all the time. And sometimes you just got to say, look, I'm still on track for the goal that I want to be at, but it's just a different route that I'm taking it to. Now, your accountability buddies, if they just see that you didn't try it all, definitely they're going to call you out and it's part of their job. But it don't beat yourself up to the point that you are putting yourself in a depressive state if you happen to have a slip up if you're trying to do something like that because it's going to happen to everybody every journey has a pitfall and it has mountaintops you're going to have things that are going to happen um another part of my goal to becoming vegan is i don't want to be on blood pressure medication again i just got put back on it and i don't like fucking taking that little pill tastes disgusting makes you feel like shit and gives you a cough that won't go away I don't know why you cough when you take blood pressure medication, but I hate fucking coughing and it just it has not gone away. So I want to get off of that shit. So that's why I have my weight loss goal and having a plant-based diet. Hopefully that does it. I want to be back to a place where I want to be at. Um, another goal that I have, and this is probably a bigger goal, um, I want to go to Amsterdam this year. I want to go to Amsterdam. I want to take time away from work altogether and go to Amsterdam. I want to record an episode of this podcast in Amsterdam. That's exactly where I want to record it. I want to go, have fun, lose my mind, maybe end up in a hostel, maybe not end up like the movie hostel, and come back home. That's what I want to do. I want to see the Red Light District. I want to try all of their great cafes for all of the marijuanas and others. And I just want to have fun. So Amsterdam is my goal. Uh, I know that I can make it happen. And I know that I will make it happen. If you have a goal that is going to be something that's going to take money to get to, I can suggest that it's good to get with somebody who can be a financial advisor to you. Uh, accountant, a banker, somebody you know who's really good with money, and they can help you plan that type of goal. Because, let's be honest, it's very easy to say you want to go to a place or you want to be somewhere or you want to have something, but it's not always easy to get the ducats and coins and doubloons in order to make that happen. I mean, you know, I can't say I want to have a lobster dinner on this day at this time and not save up a dime for that lobster dinner because the next thing I know, instead of a lobster dinner, I'm getting a filet of fish from McDonald's. That's just not the same thing. That's like eating 
a rock when you wanted to eat ice cream. The two just don't fit. So it's always good if you have a monetary goal. Speak with someone who knows how to help plan and save money or ways to invest your money towards your goal like that. So that way you're not squandering it away and then getting upset at yourself because you said, well, you know what? I'm supposed to be going to Toronto, but then all of a sudden you look at your bank statement and you've gone onto Grubhub 60 times in the last 12 days. It's not feasible if you have to budget out the trip. Now, if you're just a multimillionaire, you can do that because spending $600 in Grubhub in a month is like flipping a coin if you're uh, super rich. If you're not super rich like me um, and still buying your laundry detergent from the homeless person on the street, you know, you got to budget. <laughs> you just got to budget it out. That's the only thing you can do. You just have to budget it. Um, another one of my goals, though, that I do want to make happen is I also want to go to Latino Oasis. It is the last one. Um, that they're doing, and if you're not familiar with it, is an event where uh, LGBTQ plus individuals of color go and gather in the California sun on the beach and just have a good queer old time and love it. Um, I want to do it. I want to go. I want to see all the hot men. I want to be ratchet for three days and lose my mind. So that's going to be another time in my life where I have to make sure that I have the funds to support this goal of going to that event. And I know I can do it. Um, it's just something that I think is amazing. It's fun. It's a chance to socialize and it's feel like I'm investing capital into me. And I say that because I've always been the type of person who is social in ways, but at the same time is so reclusive that it's like pulling teeth to get me to leave my house in certain scenarios. So, doing this, going to Amsterdam, going to Platino Oasis, which I may end up going to both completely by myself, is a way for me to continue to push myself to break out of the shell that I built and sometimes retreat to, but I can still make the outside world a safe place for me too. Um, so, that's, good. that's the importance of these goals for me, to go to these two things and you know, maybe putts around in a few other places in a different way uh, or at different times. Another one of my major goals is I want to perform in a drag show uh, this year. You know, I've been working on things. I've been practicing more, trying to get myself on point to say, hey, girl, I don't look like I'm juggling two cats up here with cream on my face or, you know, just going out there just looking motherfucking crazy. Uh, I want to be proud of the work that I present and put out there. So I feel like this is my year to make that happen. Very excited about it. And I just can't wait to keep doing more. Uh, The work, and when I see performers who do it already, my hat is off to you. God damn, you are amazing. Because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of fucking work. Uh, And then I have to say... My one goal that I feel is going to be my biggest mountain to climb is I want to learn 
to love myself in a way that I haven't loved myself in a very long time. And that goal and or resolution, if you want to look at it that way, is I want to be able to love myself enough to the point that I know I'm safe with other people. Uh, right now in my life, after everything that's occurred that's gotten to this point, I've never really trusted people romantically. I still don't trust people romantically because I just assume that they're all going to turn into the same type of individual that hurt me very deeply in the past. So my goal and or resolution for this is to finally begin to open myself up to let somebody else come in. Uh, Wow, that was an odd phrasing there. But to let somebody else come into my life and not just have them be there just for the physical stimulation. You know, I do want to open myself up to another individual emotionally in a way that I have my have had myself shut off for almost five years now. To the point where I'm just like, well, fuck this. I mean, it was probably even longer than five years, but I at least want to be able to process liking somebody and not just automatically shunning them away because I feel like I'm losing by liking them. You know, when I say losing by liking them, in a relationship, I've always looked at it as when whoever says I love you first just lost. Like, you just lost all of your ground. Because now this person knows that they have a way to hurt you. And that's how I used to look at relationships. That's how I used to look at people all the time. And not everybody's like that. There are people in this world who are like that, but not everybody is. And I've shut myself off to it because I'm just like, you know what? It's so much easier to just block this whole side of emotion out and just focus on, let me go get a nut. He's hot. Okay, we're good. Goodbye. It can be beneficial to people, and sometimes it's not beneficial to people. I had fun doing it. It's been beneficial to me in more ways than I can say. But I can also say at this point in my life, it's not something I'm interested in anymore. I'm actually interested in some kind of companionship with somebody. So my goal isn't to get into a relationship, but it is to move closer to being able to have a healthy relationship mentality and mind in my head so I'm not losing myself but I'm also not giving up everything that I want to uh, have and be it's interesting it's going to be a start to this new year that I have not experienced or felt or enjoyed completely yet but it will turn into something yeah i didn't even say what date it is it's gonna be january 3rd of 2020 when y'all hear this episode um but you you know you may not even be listening to it on that day you probably will be listening like 2074 as an asteroid is about to hit earth and on top of the asteroids are cats with rocket launchers that shoot up uh rotten eggs and they're coming to fuck us all up it is the Meowcalypse, and it's over. That's what I'm imagining is going on in your world right now, if you're listening in the future. Um, we're sorry. We should have listened. It was that freaking global warming that upset the cats because they don't like to have humid fur. <laughs> um, well, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, 
that's just a little bit of the start to 2020. Um, there's going to be even changes with the podcasts that are coming in 2020 that I'm super excited about and that y'all will get to enjoy <clears throat> because without you, this is not possible for me to do this. Um, I want to say that I have just officially reached 10,100 listens for the podcast. 10,100. Y'all, thank you. Um, Thank you for helping me continue going and getting to this point. This is bigger than I would have ever thought it would have gotten for me just doing this and talking. Um, So thank you. I appreciate it. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I just ask that you rate it on whatever app you're listening on. Write a comment, leave me a review, give me five stars, whatever you do. Um... It helps make this more visible for people, recommended to people, share it with people, follow social media. It's just a great time and I truly appreciate it. Um, You know, on all the social medias, it's Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy. And the email to the show is lifestylegbb at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out. I can keep you anonymous if you like. And I'll also be featuring more people for interviews on the show. And I am looking forward to having such a great time thank y'all for listening enjoy your weekend enjoy the cats on the meteorite or you know what just enjoy some peace and silence for a moment if you see a homeless person or you see a hobo go out and hug them a stranger or homeless person that you haven't hugged is just somebody you have not had a chance to Feel their warmth. Bye.